This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. Good afternoon, it's back row and chill. It's four o'clock. Well, just gone four o'clock, Friday. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Today I'm joined by Kevin Freshwater. I'm back. He's back, baby. Um, how, how was your poo? <laughs> My shit was nice. <laughs> Kevin nearly didn't make the start of the show. Well, it was the train's fault because, like, this, by the way, the circle line avoided it. Hammersmith City line avoided it. I was five minutes to spare. I needed a quick, quick poo. <laughs> you I made it in time. Evacuate. I'm a little out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> what, from the poo or from, from the, the running? Run? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Well, you know, we all we, when you need to go, you need to go. We need to go. Um, and yeah, right. So welcome to the show. We've got a big packed show for you today. We are going to be speaking. Noel's going to be speaking to us in about ten minutes, live from the set of his new film or TV show, whatever it is. What's he doing? He's, I don't know. We're going to find out. Uh, he's been away for ages filming because he's, you know, that's his job. Um, so if you, any of you guys have got any questions that you want us to ask Noel Clark about what's going on, then just email in chill at foobarradio.com or tweet at Bar Radio and we're going to give more your questions and we'll give you a shout out do as it. well do it uh, we've got other guests in the show we've got actor Philadel we've got Harry Hugo who is sort of uh, internet branding Ooh. manager man because uh, the show is about background two is about film it's about theatre it's about entertainment as a whole and now as you're well aware Kevin um, a lot of entertainment is now online all of it the best of it the best of it yeah everybody from morning till night or even through the night um, everyone's on their phones on their laptops on their iPads and you're getting entertained by your Social Facebook media. feeds your YouTube um, it is the, f- the f- I think it's the apparently TV's dying no apparently so no apparently more people watch things not probably, live that's probably true on like a catch up service or some sort of you actually use your internet more than you would a, a live TV no. Westworld Westworld oh my god wait watch, no I haven't watched okay, the final okay. of Westworld so Ooh. do not Okay. No spoilers, well, please. Well, Anyone. Just be prepared. Or I will be prepared. Be prepared. Have your mind blown. I will. I will be. I can't wait to settle down at some point this weekend. There is no maze. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to kill you if you've given me a spoiler. What a little shit. Um, Okie dokie. Got lots of music. We've got some. We've got some games. We've got Christmas themed have we got Christmas themed I can't remember what I've planned a lot of games basically. well we played Christmas in November so we should be playing Christmas in well, December well we are we're playing a lot I'm actually finally getting in the festive mood oh Christmas tree oh Christmas tree oh la la la, oh, la, 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 la. Christmas tree it's <laughs> taken me a while because you know when you just don't feel it and, and you feel like I still don't feel it you feel like a Grinch okay well you'll be feeling Grinchy and the other day I walked past Somerset House in London and there was this huge Christmas tree and everyone's ice skating and, and I, I went to the one in uh, um, the Natural History Museum, South oh, yeah? Kensington. Oh, yeah? It was, I was on there for 10 minutes. <laughs> I was like, i got to get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Not you for me. Too much activities. <laughs> too much too many activities. Um, I was getting drunk. I mean, that, that could be quite good. It was pretty, pretty amazing. Was that you going on your own with friends? On I the, went on my own just because I'm a loser. Of course I had to wait with friends. <laughs> well, it could own. have been a romantic just strolling past, date. Me and myself. <laughs> me, myself and I. Got myself a mulled wine. <laughs> Some hot chocolate. Took, mm-hmm. took myself around yes, the Yes, I did. Got myself a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my Christmas mission. I want to I want to go ice skating and get all festive. And, do it. And do, do it. And do that. Um, I haven't, I haven't got that. any presents yet. Have you got presents? No. I haven't got I've got, actually, I've got you guys presents for the 15th for our uh, 
So, what is it you call? Oh, we're having a Christmas soiree. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, a load of us who is are sort the of... Yeah, yes? but definitely okay. still happening, okay, yeah. Good, good. Um, although now we've announced it on the radio, I think everyone's going to think they're invited. But... <laughs> um, I'll, Whoops! I'll put the address into my Facebook later. And you just <laughs> <laughs> no, Johanna's <I'm>, house. <laughs> I'm organising a Christmas soiree for all the, the <clears> fun <throat> Facebook creators and YouTube creators that I've worked with this year. And, um, you know, toasting to next year, because... Mold wine? Mold, bit of mulled wine. I'll get mulled, mulled wine. I can't even say it. Mulled wine. <laughs> I'll get the wine. Mulled, mulled I'll wine. get the whiskey. That's fine. Oh, present. Okay, crap. Now I've got to get presents as well. Nothing Gifts. major. I've, not, I've just got a couple. Are you going to dress up as Santa and come out? Nah. Oh, that'd be great. Um, maybe. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I, I was actually going to do a video, Bad Santa, where I wrap up naughty presents. Oh, like a dead rat. Like dildos. And oh, okay. That kind of naughty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My mind jumps and to like... Hand them out to the elderly. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you ho, ho, ho. They would ho. probably love it. <laughs> probably. 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 Or, you know, it's a massage and Like dust. <laughs> oh, too much too far right too soon too, too soon, too soon. It's a, I mean the weekend's beginning let's go wild but okay mm. uh, maybe we should play something Christmassy as we are getting into the festive I've got a couple of Christmas songs from some of my favourite Christmas time Christmas movies um, right I'm going to go I'm going to go for a bit of Bing Crosby who's Bing Crosby um, who is Bing Crosby <gasps> he is like an old school actor. I will know actor. it. Wait, remember what happens? You... You'll know his voice. Know Let his me voice. put. You will know his do voice. It, do it. It's sexy. Sexual. Is it hot? And it is hot. And this is called. I'm going to try and attempt the the name of the song. It's called Melikiliki Maka, and it's the Hawaiian <laughs> Christmas song. And it's used in the movie National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's one of my favourite ever. Woo! Let's educate you on who Bing Crosby Edumacation. is. Education. Merry Christmas. Poppinson, it's Kent Jones, and usually I like to be in the front, but right now this is back row and chill. Yeah, man. <laughs> that is good. I, mean, I feel Christmassy now. You feel all good? Yeah, yeah, we've got Kevin in the festive spirit. This oh. is good. How are you guys getting festive at home? What is your Christmas tradition? How do you feel festive? What is it? Watching Home Alone, which I did watch recently. That Ooh. normally gets the job One done. One or two. I watched one. I'm going to watch two. Because three and four are pretty shit. Three and four don't exist. They don't even exist. In my mind. Damn, three and four. No. Um, you got to, no, it's got to be one or two. And uh, in the second one, looking, well, not looking forward, but I'm looking out for seeing Trump. Oh. Trump is in number two. If you didn't know that, little factoid, first factoid of the day. Oh, yeah, in the, in the, in the hotel. He's in the lobby. Yeah. And, um, and the lift's down that way, boy. <laughs> I'm going like, to build a wall. <laughs> like, excuse me, where's the lobby? He's like, go down there and turn a right. But have you seen there's a meme going around the internet where he's like, excuse me, where's the lobby? He's like, oh, go down there and turn right, grab by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> going to build a wall. <laughs> build a wall around. Anywho, um, so yeah, let us know. Email in, we'll shout you out. What Christmas things do you do at home to get yourself email us in the spirit email us Do chill chill at foobarradio.com um, right a little bit of showbiz news Ooh. what's going on in the world of entertainment um, do you Stranger Things have you seen any Stranger Things no but I've been told about it oh my heaven is it good is it another good one heaven forgive you Kevin um, it's fantastic really fun really good Damn, load of fun Daniel and um Anyway, the main girl from it, so it's about this boy, just as a quick, if no one doesn't know what the hell Stranger Things is. It's I set, thought there was three little kids. Yeah, yeah it's okay. set in the 80s, and it's about these four boys. I like it already. You love it already, yeah. Um, four boys, your best friends. One of the boys goes missing, and then they find this girl, but you're not sure if she's a girl at first, because she's got shaved head, and she's a runaway from this, like, weird She's a robot from Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> she's a tele- telepathic, so she can do crazy stuff. She's got powers, and she's a runaway from, like, a science experiment 
camp. Um, Decent. And she hasn't got a name. She's just called Number Eleven, and she is awesome. And so I she am Number Two. <laughs> you had a Number Two. <laughs> um, so the girl, the actress called Millie Bobby Brown, who kind of stole the show completely. She's so badass. She shaved her head for the role, and like she's just so. Would amazing. you shave your head for a role? Um, yeah, I would. Actually. Would you shave your head for a sandwich? No. For a role, but not a sandwich. <laughs> See what I did there? The dad jokes are in. (laughs) Kevin's in the house. The uncle joke. Oh, no, no, Christmas uncle joke. Um, No, um, I. So, what? what, You've thrown me with my joke. Yes, I would shave my head for a role. But Millie Bobby Brown, who's the actress from Stranger Things, uh, she is. She's relocated to LA with her family because she's from England. I didn't realise as well. She's English. British. She's British, but acting in American. Cups of tea. And she does it so well. I didn't even know until I saw an interview with her that she's so English. But guess how much she's able to... You don't look at it. Guess oh. guess how much is she able to get now for a film? Uh, uh, you do this every week. I don't know. Millions. Yeah. Three million <gasps> per film is her like rough price. Jesus. Starting price. How old is she? 11? She's 11 years. Or she's 12 now. Oh, one thing. Sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. David Beckham's son has a Christmas song out. Yeah. Isn't, yes. it, isn't he and like... And it's... Okay. Isn't, isn't, isn't he like a line thinking, as well? Yeah, I think so. Was it Cruise? Is it Cruise? Cru- El- Brooklyn Cruise? One, no, of, one, no, of the, cr- one of the Beckham. The smaller one, isn't it? Cruise. He's probably. like a young Justin Bieber. But is he as good as Justin Bieber? Is it all right? Potentially. Potentially. He's a Beckham darling. He is one of the Beckham crew. Cruise. 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 Um, crew. I, but I just think that's insane. This girl was picked out of nowhere and she's on Stranger Things and now she can do three million per film and apparently when she turns 16 that can like double or triple. Wow. She is gonna. She's just got it sorted. Hot. I'm not jealous or anything. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so Forbes every year, Forbes magazine, uh, they collate a most overpaid actor list. Savage. In the world, I know. That's I know. a bit mean. Guess who's number one? The most number that he's paid the Ooh. most but returns the less. <laughs> Good. Johnny Depp. No. Apparently so. No way. Johnny Depp is the number... He, How can they put Depp at number one? He gets paid the most money, but like sales-wise of his films, doesn't return the most money. But he's, he's done everything and been everyone. and. Uh-huh. But apparently so. Screw you, Forbes. Second one is Will Smith. He get, I think it's because their price tag is so high. The film has got to do amazing. And they, if they do a couple of dud films... Oh, right. Okay, I'm with you. So Chang- but they're the, they're the, the one of the two biggest actors. They're actors. St- they're still the most overpaid actors. And then followed by Channing Tatum, Will Ferrell, George Clooney and Adam Sandler. Wow. But they're all, they're all my top ten favourite actors. I know. Actors. They're all amazing actors and they're all, they've got funny films. It's just like... I, Robot. I they're the most legend. overpaid for what they are, Elf. for what they do. I love Elf. Oh, yeah. That's- Santa's coming! Santa! <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. Um, Okie dokie. So, finally, uh, my, my bit of news. They are making a real-life Barbie movie. Uh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. So you find out who's playing Barbie. Who, they've cast Barbie, and it caused an internet, like, absolute kickoff. Go on. Amy Schumer. Refresh me. Oh, my goodness. Amy Schumer, she's the, um, she's the comedian. And she, she does films like Trainwreck, and oh you will know her face I will know her face she's I'm bl- terrible with names. she's blonde and she's known for being um, you know a normal sized girl kind of curvy size 12 14-ish daddy um, likey she's daddy likey she's very funny and the name means a bill I would know her face Amy Schumer yeah she's on Google Amy Schumer anyway she's been cast as Barbie in the new upcoming Barbie movie and the internet went crazy because obviously she's, she's not like super duper skinny she's you know she got 
she got curves feminism and feminism? she got fat shamed massively by no. everyone yeah and so she replied to the internet basically saying fuck you guys uh, yeah. I'm, I'm big and I'm beautiful and I'm gonna play Barbie so real, girl, real girls have curves real women have curves real women yeah. Real ladies. Real ladies. But I'm fond of the ladies. <laughs> You're fond of the fond of the chub. Fond of the chub. Um, Sassy. So Sassy. Amy Schumer, yeah, go, give her a Google because I'm a huge fan of her. I think she's amazing, and I think I, I would go and I wouldn't be interested in going to see a Barbie film, but I would if Amy Schumer plays her because she's really. Who's playing Ken? I don't know. Maybe you. <laughs> you make a good Ken. Damn right, I'd make a good Ken. <laughs> hey, hey Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty. It's pretty weird. Um, okay, anything else going on in the show? No, that's all my showbiz news for this week. Um, we're, we're trying to get uh, Noel on the phone. He's going to be our first guest if we can line up. But he's on set, so he's probably being run around and powdered by... What's he filming? Do you not know? Uh, I don't know if I can... I know. I don't know if I can Go say. <gasps> I don't know if I can say. Is it? What? Top Boy. No. No, okay. No. Because that's coming back for series three. Is it Top Boy? I think it's called Top Boy. Top Boy, yeah. yeah. I always get confused with Top Gun. Is Drake funding that? Drake's funding Top Boy. I heard Top that Drake Boy. is funding Top Boy. I heard because he liked one and two, series one and two. Wow. And he was like, I wanted series three. I cannot. That's conf- what I heard for the grapevine. I can't confirm or deny that because I don't know. I don't want to give out. We'll the look wrong into thing. it on the next, the next <laughs> song break. Right. Okay. So yeah, we're talking to songs. Um, we've got. Um, I've got another Christmas song from the Home Alone soundtrack. Just to be, be a little bit mellow because nobody's starting drinking. Well, I hope people. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle, jingle, oh, it's not quite that one. Oh. oh no, it's called Please Come Home for Christmas. Um, it's a bit one of the more mellow ones from the soundtrack, but it's one of my Christmas songs. I just got an email in rather embarrassingly from my mother. Um, <laughs> who says, Hello, mum. As it's nearly Christmas and I've listened to every one of your shows, can you please dedicate a Christmas song to me? And hello, Kevin. Hello, darling. <laughs> so that's my mother. I look forward to meeting you. Uh, so <laughs> Are you coming to the Christmas soiree? <laughs> I don't think parents should come to the Christmas soiree. Come, I would what, like to meet you. What stays in the soiree? Johanna could call me my stepfather. <laughs> <laughs> can you stop me? I'm joking, I'm can joking. Oh much. my God, Kevin Freshwater is here on my mum. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, let's get to the song. Cut the song Myth. right this is <laughs> <laughs> this is from home alone guys back row and chill with johanna james on foobar radio so we're nice and chilled a bit of christmas music mm-hmm. right now we're going to turn it up we've got our first guest in the studio live guest we've got harry hugo hey. welcome welcome thanks for coming on the show no worries um and everything i'm just double checking everyone's mics up yes it is right uh we're also <laughs> harry we are uh, we've got four cameras in the studio Wow. Well, so are we live? Are they like hidden cameras? They're, all, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're all around you. Are we live? Um, we're not live yet, oh, no, because right. we go Facebook Live every week for a, a yep. portion of the show. That will happen a little bit later on. Um, but I sort of say this because you, we work on the internet and yeah. you work kind of on the internet. Yeah, behind the scenes. Behind the, the scenes. <laughs> You're like the road manager, stage manager of, of a lot of internet people um <laughs> yeah would you like to introduce sort of what it is and what you do and yeah i mean and so the last sort of 18 months has been a massive boom with people online with large followings on facebook like you guys or snapchat instagram uh, vine was a massive pop and then it's mm. obviously gone it's off vine stopped now is it Vine's so died. Yeah, yeah, Vine's stopped, died, yeah yeah i never used it it was massive for some people like six dapper seconds. made it like, yeah yeah dapper went huge on six, there. six, six, six secrets <laughs> <laughs> exactly and he killed it right um, and then snapchat's massively taken off and you've got uh, twitter which might have had a massive spike in like 09 to 11 and then it's kind of dying off yeah. now um, but facebook's gone through this resurgence and 
Um, YouTube's obviously been that kind of constant throughout. Yeah. What would you say was the biggest platform for you personally? Right now, um, to sell brand deals and things like that for people like you guys, Facebook's massively on the yeah. resurgence, but YouTube's I'd just been the constant yeah, one. Yeah, YouTube's the king. Yeah, but YouTube's hard to break YouTube's because the daddy. there's so many people doing YouTube and it's been around since yeah, the beginning. Yeah, and it's so difficult. Like, mm. It's so difficult you can't, to get the high quality yeah. content like these guys are killing it who've been doing it for years and years and years. I know like, there's uh, Johanna's vlogging at the moment. I've started a vlog, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, How's that going? I'm starting it with Jube. We're, um, we've, we've recorded uh, last weekend, he went to meet my parents, and I thought, why not vlog it? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. He's good so, for that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so we've, we've vlogged the whole experience, which is fun. Um, that's relatable. That's the sort of stuff that's gone yeah. so well. And that, that massively has spiked in the last 18 months. The relatable content, people with. The Facebook tag your friends if you're yeah, like that. That's, that's just that's gone crazy. Yeah. Whereas the last sort of three years before that, it yeah, was totally just agree. all about you know things that you see and then you might tell a friend. But now with the tag a friend, like it's just gone. This yeah. is so you. This is so you. This, this is, is us. Yeah. This is us. <laughs> oh my, oh my oh god. god! This weekend, this dog looks like I'm going you. to tag 130 <laughs> people in this post because it reminds <laughs> me of all of them. I mean, that's why I like Facebook actually because I I, I'm a, I used to be a big watcher of YouTube and I attempted a few years ago to, to do YouTube yeah. I got still to, do, up. to do the YouTube I tried to do the <laughs> on YouTube the line. <laughs> on the line uh, I did like kind of like beauty guru stuff yeah. oh wow you really, <laughs> you really transformed yeah. let's have a little look what's it's that still online fine? it is still on I've kept it up there I'm just for jokes it. I'm watch it. also kind of got a couple, it did get quite good views so I nice. kept it up there but um, uh, 12 <laughs> 12 years so I got 12 years and I got like 150,000 views Ooh, on a couple of videos okay, which sure for enough. YouTube is bad <laughs> Great story, bro. But um, yeah, like I used to watch a lot of YouTube, and that, that was what I do every night. More than TV, I just go on YouTube and YouTube yeah. and YouTube, and I'd. Yeah, it's a habitual thing where Facebook now has completely taken over because it's yeah. just there. Yeah. And people are tagging you all the time. You get notifications where YouTube's just, you know, people go back onto it on yeah, the evening. You, you, you just, just kind of roll through it yourself. But that's what I like about Facebook because when I realized that you could get, yeah, you can get tagged in stuff and you can share it just by click of a button. So it's and it's so changed a lot easier. over the years. It's ridiculous change. I remember when it first came out, I hated it. Like, Facebook. Ah, fucking, I'm never going to Facebook. Yeah. What a load of shit that is. <laughs> Facebook's like been a roller coaster the last f- 10 years. Like you say, yeah. like, it was yeah. massive. Like, all the kids were on it from universities. And then it went through this phase of like three years where all parents started to get on it. Grandparents, yeah. you know, like, oh, Cats. I don't want to be, yeah, I don't want to be here. Everyone Cats. went to Twitter and Instagram. And now with the video resurgence. I do like the gram. Massive. I do like the gram. Yeah, Come back. yeah there you go. Mm. Come back. And is that your platform of choice? Facebook. Facebook is my platform, but I'm a bit sick of it all the minute. I don't, you know, I don't post ever anymore. Well, just, that's no I'm, good. You need to get back on it. it. I'm that, that whole like in the um, new year. Get see, back on it. Yeah, of course. I have. I've got a few things lined up, but the whole like <laughs> 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 the money's in. I'll, I'll, I'll post what you want. Send, send them. Um, what, uh, you lost me now. Train of thought. Um, uh, I hate the fact that like if you don't post about it, you like people just assume you like they look at me. Look at me. I'm here. Yeah, I'm, look at me. Yeah. I'm doing this. Look at where I'm eating. I'm at STK. I'm I'm at this place. I'm on the roof terrace. Like yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Pretty much. So I know that sounds bad. That's how I got sick of that side of it. Yeah, I'm finding that. Look at me, look at me. I never used to do Instagram. My Insta- I, I literally occasionally would just put up like, oh, I'm having a burger or whatever. And then suddenly, as like a, a flow through from all the other social medias, my yeah, Instagram's yeah. growing. And like yeah. I was like, oh my God, yeah, that's the, like... The pressure. There's like, I feel yeah. like I should put... I feel like I should take a selfie. <laughs> and weirdly, I've, I've noticed that they're the ones that get the most likes. I'm like, really? I really am not into I'm not a selfie person, naturally. I don't really do selfies or whatever. Yes, you do. You no, love I don't. A Check I saw my, you doing it, one on the way in. Check my Instagram. It was actually selfies that started it off for me. Selfies with strangers. I just go up to people and just 
Oh, that was Not your first Facebook yeah. video that you yeah. did that went and, and it was only a publicity stunt to promote my clothing company. Time. I didn't plan to be a video content creator. It just kind of happened. Happened. Just kind of happened overnight. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, lots of people find that they just they stumble upon one piece of one piece of content. There's a few guys that we we know really well and work really closely with that you know just did that one piece of content that they've been thinking up or chatting with their mates with for years, and they just finally went, oh fuck it. I'll yeah. just do it. But sometimes I find that if I think, oh, this is gold. This is a great idea. I put like touch shit. <laughs> 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 I'll uh, put it on and see how this one does and it fucking gets millions and millions yeah. of views I'm like I, oh, really people I had no idea when I had my viral videos I had 80 million plus I let's just have a run yeah yeah I like wrote them and had these ideas and at the time uh, the, the guys that I make my videos with like my boyfriend and his camera guy they weren't too buzzed about it they were like oh well we'll put it on your channel like not, oh what a mistake not, <laughs> not really not, screw you Jib <laughs> they're like we're not really that. maybe for your channel we'll, we'll be a Johanna James original this one and I was like okay and I made it edited it put it online and then suddenly it, it, it just merely and then and then they went oh shit <laughs> <laughs> so but, maybe we can like cross cross share that <laughs> but Harry so what do you do as a job now so you you work behind the scenes you work with these people who are creating this yeah. content so we, we at the Go agency we we work with all these guys and put them into campaigns with, with brands so we work with people like Apple uh, BBC Sport we work with people like KFC British Airways oh, wow. and all these sort of guys McDonald's um, I've been seeing a lot of McDonald's ones floating about McDonald's lately. yeah and they've obviously got another agency deal but they've they're doing a lot of the, stuff. I've seen a lot. Like Joe Tasker, Tasker yeah. yeah. Um, who's yeah. that other girl that singer? Samantha Harvey. Samantha Harvey. Yeah. yeah. So th- they're doing really well, and they're kind of tapping into this influencer world across all these different platforms. Um, and yeah, we we sell to brands like all the TV networks used to do, and the radio networks. We sell advertising space effectively, and we sell that through influencers and the space that they create on social media. So mm-hmm. if you get twenty thousand views on your Snapchat, that has a cost, that has a worth. If yeah. an advertiser want to pay for it. Same that mm-hmm. you know if ITV2 had a crazy in it because it's, oh, it's, it's all a bit cr- mental. Yeah, people crazy. willing to pay. I've for fallen it. into it out, yeah. of, out of kind of just love for for doing this sort of stuff mm. online. Um, and we had a company before that was a sports app company, uh, and I was right at the start of that. And uh, the, my two other co-founders at Go, we started that. And uh, what's the name of your company, sorry? Go Agency now. Goat Agency. Uh, uh, there's all sorts of synonymous uh, meanings. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but Sport Lobster was the first thing. We raised 17 million quid of investment. We did wow. really well. We had two and a half million users in two years. Cristiano Ronaldo was our headline ambassador. Fuck. NFL, NBA sponsors. Did you, meet, did you like, get to meet him with that as well? Yeah, we did. Oh, wow. We had an awesome two years. Yeah, a bit. Um, and we realized what works and what didn't. And mm-hmm. influencers drove 95% of our growth. Uh, but we put very very little Strange, spend because I've it. never received an email <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we, we left that company and went okay hold on there's yeah. more money to distribute to these guys and work better and if we actually work this out together and create cool campaigns and mm-hmm. creatives then there's far more value to be to be driven and that was 18 months ago when there was three of us and now there's 15 of us in the company we well. no, raised no money because we wanted to do it so is it your company just work? Yeah, yeah. ah well done oh, um, nice. so like yeah. it's going well we work do you have awesome. a boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> are you looking for one <laughs> I can be taught to do anything go get master of a boyfriend <laughs> if, it, if it's a spawn if it's a spawn then we maybe we can work something out um, but no there's all sorts of all sorts of stuff that we do and we do it with the, the biggest brands in the world which has been incredibly fortunate to, oh, well to done, do it well in, well in a small amount of time but yeah it's really exciting and, and 
there is a lot changing in in this space, and uh, you know, you sort of guys are leading the way in in the content. Well, I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little while. Started doing some selfies in the street. Yeah. Because uh, I get a lot of I get a lot of messages from people who they want to do it as well which is well, the, uh, this is what I love about um, the internet entertainment world as opposed to like maybe the traditional TV film yeah. or whatever because obviously to, to be in a movie there is a lot of it's very hard to get through the doors and the training and the whatever yeah, however tension. with the internet it is kind of an open world if you can get yourself a camera and you have the talent and yeah, you can yeah you say a network this is a touchy subject for me okay okay I watch some people's content yeah no names and I really want to say a couple names <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm no gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, but no, that's one. Yeah, that's one. Again, you've just ruined my track. Uh, okay, so but they get terrible they content get creators. They've got a lot of followers. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Gabby T, fat lesbian looking middle eight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, there's a few others as well, but they get put on. But say not so much with Schmack Schmoes. <laughs> with uh, there's another name. I ain't got that. Okay. I'm potentially gonna be working with him soon. Um, <laughs> They get put on by um, big companies. So, Fortify, the page. Yep. Uh-huh, yeah. Color switch. Yep. Yeah. The content's crap. They get pshht, all this exposure from this company because they're putting color switch in their videos. And then they don't deserve all these millions of followers that they've received. Mm. Are, you talking about, are you talking about me? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, sounds like no, me. No, no, you, you, it, again, it depends. I, I, I'd even do it. For, it approached me at Christmas time last year and then I weren't really doing videos. I, I would personally do it because... It, it does help blow yeah, you up. But, but exposure. some people, they, they don't deserve that massive following and all them views they're getting. Yeah. And that might sound a bit like... Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. Some I mean, people some people, and some people work really hard. Some people work really, really hard and never really had hard. Any, any help to get to all them views and yeah, get to and what that, doing. Yeah, and that is amazing. And there's some content creators They blow up overnight because they're, they're getting, they know the right people and they're getting yeah. the right shares. Yeah, but and that's life, right? That's I guess, yeah. But, yeah. but there's, there's people on YouTube like pushing out like two, three videos a day of it's like crazy. 10, 20 minutes and I'm like how can you do that? It's mm. incredible. Yeah. And you, you look at all these other guys and some people post once a week and it's like a 30 second thing or whatever and it's just a quick sorry yeah. to the mm. th- there's a lot of sorry to your fans and that, that's yeah. supposed to be a quite a thing at the moment. Guys, I've just been told that we have Noel Clark on the line. Wow. He's uh, live from the set of where he is. So we're just going to pop over to him and get a bit of goss from back stage. Let's see if this works. Nolington, are you there? I'm here, baby. Are you with it? Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping your seat nice and warm. Don't worry, I've got your seat nice and warm. Who is it? I'm not even. This, I'm on set. I haven't been listening. Oh, this is Kevin Freshwater. Hello. He's filling Hello, in for you. Kevin. How's it going? You all right? I'm good. I'm man. keeping I'm your seat nice and warm. It's all right. I've got it toasted for you I when you get that back. That fucking chair gives me trouble, man. Every yeah. week, no breaks the bloody chair. So, uh, so where, where are you? What's happening with you? Where are you? Mate, I'm in the middle of fucking butt fuck nowhere, mate. I've got <laughs> everywhere, fucking treated everywhere. It's dark. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just, but I'm on set. I can't tell you what it is. Oh, is it a secret, Hush Hush? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's secret. You know, we're a film show. We talk about films and mm-hmm. shit like that. And, you know, sometimes, but, you know, my other job is when I'm actually on the films, I can't tell you where I am. But when I'm not on the films and I'm on the show, mm-hmm. I can tell you every fucking thing. Yeah. You know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Need to know basis. I yeah. need to know. Um, so, but um, so you're filming outside. We can, we can get, we can. In the dark. <laughs> we can. Yeah. You're... In butt so, fuck nowhere. I'm, I'm <laughs> that could mean anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically, now if I, if this was Blair Witch Three, I'd believe it. I'm like fucking <laughs> the trees and branches and shit in front of me. So I come outside to make sure I get on the show because it's the Christmas one and it's the last one. 
and all the listeners that have supported myself and Johanna and, and Kevin and everyone else that have filled in. Yeah. Obviously, we're very appreciative, but, you know, obviously when I'm not there because I'm filming, you know, Johanna holds the fort, you guys take over, and it's, it's, you know, we're all very appreciative and it's great. And I just wanted to make sure that I get on and thank the listeners and all that kind yeah. of shit. Someone's you know, definitely got the Christmas spirit. That, Daddy's that back was, that next was week. emotional. Daddy's back next week. Um, Daddy? We- <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Who is Daddy? Daddy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Radio, Daddy. Um, Radio Daddy. So, yeah. and my mum loves it as well. She my does. She's already it. emailed in. My mum's already emailed what? in today. She's on it. She's there. Uh, what she What she saying today? The big, She wanted. She wanted to get a shout out for a Christmas song. Oh mate, did you play a song? <laughs> Which I did. I did. I played oh, her a song. Great. That's great. Well, you, Mrs. White, you know, you know that Daddy's going to be back with a big bar of chocolate <laughs> in the new year. You and your daughter, so it's oh, going to no. be all good. Can everyone stop hitting on my mum today? <laughs> this I is so painful. Photo. <laughs> oh, she needs a bit. She needs a bit. <laughs> so what's happening? What, 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 what did you review today? What films are you talking about today? Um, well, we haven't done any reviews yet, but um, I went to see last night... What did I go and say? I went to see Manchester by the Sea. Oh, sounds terrible. Um, no, my God, no. It's, it's the Oscar nominated. Come on, no. Oh, great. Great. I should get that in my... Uh, I should be getting that in my... my, my uh, <laughs> A membership well, selection soon then. No, no, absolutely. And like, I went, uh, you know, just trying to be open-minded and it was really good. Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's little brother, is, right. like, is like the lead guy and then Michelle Williams. Oh, fantastic. Um, well, you can see I obviously don't keep up to date when I'm not actually on the show. Yeah, you're, you know? you're, yeah. In, the, you're in the woods. <laughs> I'm in the woods, man. Literally. Fucking Blair Witch. Making yeah, the Yeah, great. And what else? What else? What uh, else is happening? Um, I also went to see uh, last night, the same night, I did like a double film review. And then I went to see a screening of The Room, which is not Room, the the recent film. It's called The Room, and it was made in 2001, I think, by Tommy... With the little kid, and they, she's stuck no, in... No, no, that's called Room. That is a good one. No, so you're the film you're talking about. It's supposedly the worst film ever The worst made. film ever made, and it gets shown once a month in London, and it, it's like a, yeah. it's a comedy screening, and it was an amazing experience. Um, everyone was heckling and shouting and laughing and ad-libbing. Mm. Um, it was actually a really good night out. Oh, brilliant. And you, here's a bit of movie trivia for you guys. Johanna, you probably know this. Mm. There's a film that we're doing at the minute called 10 by 10 Yep. Um, uh, which has been announced as starring uh, Luke Evans and Kelly Whiteley. And the name of that film used to be called what? Why did we have to change the name? What was it called? The Room. It was called The Room. Ah. People thought that, yeah. People thought that the rub of firstly the shittest film of all time called The Room. (laughs) And also the fact that there was an Oscar film called Room last year. Is that that the one with the little girl? The Oscar one. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. It's actually a little boy, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, well, actually, well, yeah, I remember. They had long hair. It's I a little it was boy a with long hair. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was mate, a girl. 2016, 2016, mate. People can have, boys can have long hair. Too. I know, I've got long hair. <laughs> Curly long hair. Looks <laughs> <laughs> so pretty. Looks like an angel. Um, yes. Yeah, great. So um, I'm excited about that, and um, and no, but on Manchester by the Sea was very good. It was like it was long, and it was at f- first five minutes. I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those independent, like make me think, really slow. Yeah. But no, it's uh, really gripping and really beautiful, and it's a kind of about this guy whose brother dies, and he has to go back to this town called Manchester on Sea and sort out all the what happens after someone dies, and it's kind of the fallout, right. how e- each of the family members cope and don't cope with this, and it's there's humour in it as well, but then it's but then also drama and um, yeah, that was great. I, I understand why that sounds, the Oscar people are going woohoo. That sounds awesome. For, for, you know, that sounds. I, I'm so happy because considering. I- 
thought it sounded terrible. Now knowing it's going to be one of the best films of the year, that's only I've just won, haven't I? That's like a win-win. It's a win-win. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you wander yeah. into Manchester by the Sea, um, I said to people, I'm going to go and see Manchester by the Sea, and they're like, "What? Is, you're going to Manchester? What?" I'm like, "No, it's a film. It's good. Casey Affleck, and it mm. it uh, made me cry, made me laugh." Um, well, everything makes you quiet. So I got all the feels. <laughs> I'm emotional, okay? I'm an emotional <laughs> <No>. person. <laughs> um, well, mate, I don't think I don't think our show's on next week, Joe. What? Which is which is why I'm on the phone today. No, no, we're on next week. That's the last show of the year. Don't make her cry. No, don't <laughs> don't check, cancel. Check with, the, check with the producers out there. They're out the window. What's they're, that saying? They're uh, they're waving yes to me. There is a show next oh, week. Oh, well, you tell her. She fucking told me there wasn't. She's trying to get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she's got all red. Beef, beef. She's going to oh, get a spank. She's going to get a spank. When I Daddy's going to spank you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, great. Well, what the fuck am I doing on the phone if there's a show next week? Fuck all you guys. I'm going back to fucking Blair Witch Country. But thank the listeners for uh, um, thank the listeners for tuning in as usual. Yeah. And I'll, I'll love you and need you because I've got films to make. Okay, cool. Right. Thank you, babe. Thank you, babe. Natalie, you're going to get such a spank next week. It's going to be unbelievable. She looks, she looks right. excited. She looks happy and pleased. Man, she fucking loves it. Don't let her pull you this is Harry Hugo he's an internet whiz he's with us Harry Hugo my man thank you brother for <laughs> turning up on our show yeah <laughs> thanks for calling in from the woods thanks for calling in from the woods survive mate survive yeah, survive, <laughs> keep your head down alright bye over and out bye <laughs> right there we go uh, that was Noel from the woods didn't give us very much information about what he was doing in the woods but he's filming something and I know what he's filming and I can't say either tell us you bitch uh, I can't do it nope He's filming. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. Did it rhyme with Schmackschmoschen? He's not a Schmackschmoschen. He's filming with Schmackschmoschen in the words. No, no, no. no. Um, I, as soon as he's able to announce it, obviously he'll tell all the goss on background and chill at a later date. Um, but he's very, very busy. Right, we're going to pop to a song and then we can come back and talk a little bit more um, internet ins and outs. So, ooh, I'm going to go for. Does anyone know the series True Blood? Has anyone seen it? The vampire it? thing. Yes. Well done. Good ten, ten points. <laughs> ten um, points to Gryffindor. <laughs> to Gryffindor. I'm going to sliver in. Are you? Oh, <laughs> sexual uncle joke. Well, right. Um, this is this is the opening theme tune from True Blood, and um, I just love it. I love that show, and it's about uh, setting like the the deep. Is it the south. two guys and the girl? And yep. Yeah. The deep south. Never where seen this, it. A waitress um, falls in love with the vampire. And then um, she finds out like still a better love story than Twilight. Well, it's set in it's set in the whole. It's like an anti. This came out around the time of Twilight, but it was like an it was like an alternative because Twilight was so gl- like vampires didn't even have teeth and they were just like all glittery and like oh emo. But this this is like true kind of Game of Thrones style vampires. There's a lot of blood, a lot of sex, a lot of fun, a lot of it's all in the deep south. So no, which I'm watching like, tonight. Like, I guess. Like, <laughs> oh, great Friday alone <laughs> in my hotel room. <laughs> It's sad times, sad times. Okay, so this is uh, Bad Things, uh, theme from True Blood. You're listening to Back Row and Chill. Back Row and Chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. Uh, Do you see how sexual that is? I just noticing how good you are with with that. Oh, thank you. I didn't know how to do radio until I started this. (laughs) That was my next question. I had to learn how to do this. Uh, but it's very fun. It looks like um, it I'm worried me. that if I was to touch any of those Ooh, buttons, the radio would just go off. Go for it. I mean, do you want to touch one of those? Touch one of those. Bu- touch my button, Harry. Go on. Which one? Which one? Any one that you like. 11. Just whatever you. Oh hell no! That's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. Oh hell no! 
<laughs> yeah, oh, that's a favourite one. And when does that get used? <laughs> um, it's when I disagree with something. I'm like, oh hell no. Do some more. What another one? Yeah, one more. Uh, okay. Nice. I want the world to know. Got to let it show. Same. I'm coming up. <laughs> bit late on that one Kev. Um, right so uh, back to Harry we've still got Harry Hugo in the studio uh, we're talking all things sort of internet entertainment what what the future of entertainment I believe is on the internet yeah same so um, what, what, what platforms do you guys really see as the next sort of emerging ones I don't at the minute there's you nothing you just can't be asked <laughs> in general yeah. um, don't ask me how dare you <laughs> snapchat <laughs> I've heard rumours from, from people I've had meetings with and well, stuff. Well, I think Snapchat's the biggest like, for yeah, making money if you've got the big followers. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so Snapchat, people have said, like, grow Snapchat, grow Snapchat, grow But Snapchat. we're not sellouts. We don't make any money. We do it all for you guys. We do it for just for the fun. For the audience. Just for Everything's the fun. For the Everything's for the audience. <laughs> the fans. Um, no, I think, I think that's changed. I, do th- I think in the last 18 months, there's been a understanding from the audience more so that you have to get paid and, in order to and get... And you used to get all, like, you sell out. Yeah, like, you used to get a lot of hate. You'd lose followers. it's changed It has changed, it has still creating good content that's true to the content you've been creating whilst you were growing yeah. I think that, yeah. I don't think people care that much um, um, I think people you know like some people get annoyed at adverts on TV that oh it's the adverts fast forward or, or oh I'm gonna that's go that's similarity um, but, but I think they like they, the John Lewis advert when it's good and they yeah. engage with it that's the same thing but like, people they, yeah, yeah, they understand true. that there are but now people it's just the adverts you know it's and like, it's the same as before like in England especially America was fine they would all do comedy sketchy stuff yeah and that used to do shit Really bad, yeah. You can't then, swear on the radio. I know. I keep fucking forgetting that. He just says it quietly shit. into the mic. Yeah, <laughs> no, I forget because I swear a lot, and then I think, shit, I'm on the radio. And I, I then remember, you can fucking swear to my radio. <laughs> you can. Um, yeah, comedy sketches didn't used to do well in England. Really didn't do well. No. Yeah. And I think it's just this year that they've they've really done well. And I think you, you, and, you, and you and Jube influence well, that a lot. People don't yeah, understand how how the, the the amount of time it, we went, we're making like one minute forty five second videos max. Maximum. But you take all day but to film they, that. They, it takes hours and hours, and then writing them, editing them, yeah. like it and literally. And you scrutinise every little, like, oh, should we use that? Should we film it again? Yeah. And then you like. It takes forever in a day, and we love doing it. That's why we do it because it, I love the creative process of it. But uh, it is really hard to do that in your spare time. It has to be a job. Um, yeah. And I think people are more. Co- they they would prefer to have adverts and work with brands and if they got more content. And if they get more of your content, because people just want more thing videos. With TV shows that they like, they're happy to watch or see the adverts or sit through the adverts because the, yeah. they actually want to see that that sure. get recommissioned. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Same. It's exactly the same thing, and that's kind of the move from TV into all these different platforms. Mm. And Snapchat is going to be massive in that. So I never Snapchat. I never do it. Oh, come on, yeah. man. I struggled to, when I was like, on, I struggled to just do Instagram and Facebook, like I struggled. I never, I tweet, I never tweeted, never done any of that stuff because I'm not really social media wise. I don't understand. Even though you have a massive following on social media. I know. <laughs> but it was again, it was all accidental. Like, it was not, it was never planned. Yeah, like the Mr. Bean creator. of social media. Yeah. But I don't get like, stumbled across URLs and, <laughs> I don't understand t- I shall teach you I young know, Jedi of the ways of the internet. So. Thumbnail? What's a thumbnail? Oh my goodness. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> um, no, absolutely. So, um, I mean, moving forward with your with your job, what is the sort of, in the future, you would like to be able to liaise shows or well, brands I, with? I think the, the brands are getting smarter and smarter and, and they have really smartened up in the last six months. Um, you know, when we started the company, it was very, very... 
uh, early doors in terms of influencer marketing and how mm-hmm. they wanted to approach it and the kind of budgets they were spending on it and they were testing things and they were skeptical of whether it would worked and whether these ads you know were widely thought of as ads and people cared or mm. if they didn't care if the audience engaged and that's changed hugely now because everybody's on it now and isn't it they? works yeah. like, it's simple as that so I mean, are you just like the, the middle man or do you have yeah. an actual platform that you share no, content no no I'm, I'm the middle man yeah so, which is the key to any business just yeah, yeah. We, we, introducing Peter to Paul and, yeah. Yeah. We, we sell to the brand we yeah. say this is the uh, this is the um the brand that we want to work with this is the campaign that we want to do and then these are the influencers and the, and the content the creators you never thought about do. setting up your own platform to no well we had the social network the sports social network and that was our, our precursor to this this uh, company that we've got now and we we left that because we saw such an opportunity in this influencer mm. space mm-hmm. um, and because it's blowing up and all the new platforms that allow new influencers and the new features you know Instagram live comes out in the co- next couple of weeks does and it? People, oh. and people will go oh my god this is amazing and oh, of course it does because Instagram's just copying everyone else yeah. in the world Instagram's just saying like oh stories put that on oh live put but that on but they was the first filters they was the first on to have filters but what oh, Instagram ding <laughs> go and take your time it's fine we'll wait we'll wait work you. never stop um, so just to just sort of close I'm imagining if any of our listeners because any, if anyone are, is sort of budding creators and they want to email um, in <laughs> email in um, but also what is the sort of minimum goals that people need to try and achieve before they brands before brands would, would, would before it can come translate into hobby to job yeah I think I think the main thing is and we talked about this quite a lot at, uh, at Go and, and when we talked to lots of different creators if you're going into being a creator in order to chase money, this is not the job. No, for you. no, you no, guys know no, yeah, 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 don't if you're, chase, it, yeah. if you're chasing money, you're going to create content that isn't true to you, and that's just not going to resonate with the audience. Um, and Think of it more of like um, a like a perk that yeah, you're yeah, doing something you love to do, and somebody's willing to pay you to do it. Then yeah, like, exactly. And because it's life goal. It's like you quit my day job and, and make funny videos. Yeah, <laughs> and there's always a niche, right? And so it, there's always a product in your niche. So if you're a gaming Im- influencer, and obviously people have made shitloads of money from gaming, they have. Um, you know, but if you'd have looked at that 10 years ago, you'd go, oh, they're never going to be able to do anything. McDonald's aren't going to be able to pay for them to do mm. anything. Well, actually, there's so many brands yeah. that can pay for them to do stuff. So, you know, the, the, all those different things have to come into it. And if you're creating content that obviously you started that you loved, um, mm-hmm. then it's it's... That's what that's what makes a real difference, and then you grow because you love it, and you keep doing it, and you're doing it consistently, which is what you obviously were starting to do yeah. at, the, at the beginning. Uh, and then brands get, get and it does open a lot of doors. We did do a lot of like, a lot of travelling, went to America a bit, went to Ireland, or off the back. Yeah, of just, that's cool. Just making videos. Yeah, like cool insane. stuff happens. But people, I think people assume because. Um, YouTubers they make a hell of a lot of money yeah um, KSI I, mean, I think the top, only the top the, the, top, I think the top YouTubers KSI like, the, yeah, he's, he's a millionaire right. now. he's got his own movie the top YouTubers um, but I'm talking about so with when I had a viral video and people and they were like whoa it went like 800 million views and they were like you must be loaded no, I was like I, I didn't, understand I didn't make a single penny yeah, off that video I just yeah. made it for love because but I they, they monetize Facebook. You you not monetize that? Nope. And I just missed. She's not better about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would have been loaded oh, if I was monetized. Between them two videos, if you was monetized on Facebook and the eighty you million, I don't even want to tell the figures. I'm not even going to tell them the figures. It would, that, it would have been good. She would have made a lot, double double. Fi- she would have had a comma. There would have been a big comma. I would in have between. taken home a comma. <laughs> um, but no, but I think twenty thousand is probably the mark where you have to really start. And it's different for different platforms. In, uh, Instagram, you're probably looking at twenty to fifty thousand before you really start getting noticed. But again, it depends on the niche. So if for you, for you as a company, what what would how many followers? Facebook, for example, how many followers? Twenty thousand. Right? That's, that's, that's Instagram. Instagram, and then Facebook's higher because the engagement rate is so much worse. Because yeah. of the what would you say on Facebook? Views and following wise, what would you say was the 
cut probably um, fifty thousand fans, but you have to be getting followers, like yeah, likes, yeah, for your yeah, points, yeah, likes. But then the growth has to be on the on the mm. views and actually how many engagements you're getting, the likes, because that's actually what you genuinely yeah. sell. The the reach is is good. And I thought I thought I found personally my reach is stronger than my following because I'll well, go, that's great. People I mean, that's go, easier and it's sell. very very big in the UK. So I'll, I'll, if I'm out in Essex, where I'm, where I'm from, I'm from Brentwood. If I'm out and I'm not out in Brentwood. Everybody recognises me. Everyone wants photos. I love it. I enjoy it. It's a good feeling because you're getting recognised for what you do. You get boost, yeah. And I go, but they don't actually follow me. They just they've seen yeah, me yeah, on, the, on the uni lads or yeah, the lad yeah. bibles or, or the other pl- platforms. Yeah. And they, they don't. I go, but no, we don't actually follow you. But they 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 know. Yeah, you cheers, guys. It. Cheers, yeah. fans. Yeah. <laughs> Loyal. <laughs> Bitch. Take, yeah. take a second. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Get your phone. No? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that for you. <laughs> here, let me yeah. allow me. Yeah. yeah, like when girls ask for your number, just be like, here, like yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Right. Thank you so much, Harry, for coming on um, I, I really like the fact that we can talk about social media yeah. as well um, and I am in talks with um, some of the guys at Unilad um, to come on the show and like give us a kind of weekly vi- top viral video rundown and things nice like idea. that so um, trying to incorporate cool. film and film TV theatre and social so thank you so much Alex, Harry, for Alex coming Hoban? on yes yeah, he's yeah, coming yeah. down he's coming I like down. him nice. um, right okay we're going to pop to another song Woo. so I'm going to go for Oh, 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 how far? What shall I do? What shall I do? Um, oh, Office Christmas Party. That's always going to be a hit. Have you seen the movie? I've seen it. Um, I'm going to discuss it afterwards, but I'm going to play you one of the songs from, because it's called Super Jam, and it's like a Deck the Halls remix. It's pretty cool. So let's just go to that. And then we've got our next guest, Phil Adele, in the studio after five o'clock. Back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. So we're all pumped now for a night out. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> ouch. Shots, shots, shots. Shots fired. Yeah. Nothing says Christmas like a migraine. Well, welcome, everybody. This is this is Phil Adele, actor um, <laughs> and old friend. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, we used to work together many years ago on like a well, uh, yeah. telephone helpline. Yeah, how do you describe that without saying the name of the company? That's um, the question. It was a telephone helpline where people could call in to help we were helping them. It was basically <laughs> a phone. We were in a phone centre. It was, it was a glorified call centre. Call basically. centre. Yeah. Basically. We're trying to sound they're, posh, they're but it was a call centre. Huh? Called something. Um, call centre. Cold calling. Nah, you no. Can, yeah. No, we weren't. We weren't calling out. They were calling us, which I thought initially would be better. And uh, it wasn't. But it's not because people, <laughs> people who call helplines are, are very angry. angry and very upset yeah. and very. You're they, 44 in the line. Your call is very important to us. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. It's really not. <laughs> and yeah, that Hello, was. Hello, Johannes Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can help you with darling. That's exactly what yeah, I did. Pretty much. Pretty um, much. No, it was uh, it was very stressful and fun, but it was great because I got to meet a whole bunch of really cool actors and we made friends and yeah, man, we bonded. Um, Bondage. So I haven't seen you in a while, Phil. Yeah. What have you been up to in the world of? the industry uh, crazy really like this year's actually been really good for me because I know everyone will tell you as an actor that it's been a shocking year it's just no work no auditions really tough but this year I've had a really good <laughs> one not so. for me <laughs> pat <laughs> on the back <laughs> <laughs> me and me a little bit smug in the corner I've, I've been in constant work actually so yeah no um, I've just finished um, a big tour of Little Shop Horrors yep which oh was wow Awesome. I love that so movie. I, miss, I miscalled Near that earlier. I said uh, Rocky Shop of Horrors. Well, I was like, <laughs> yeah, every, everyone gets the two mixed up for like, some reason. It's like Rocky Little different. Shop. Oh, well, I've never that Rocky Little seen. Shop of Plants and Things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, no, so, yeah. Just did that for four months. Uh, like a UK tour of that, which was wicked. Um, so you literally went around the whole of the UK? Yeah. Feed me, Seymour. 
that you, <laughs> you, you should not have been in that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, around the whole UK, Scotland, Ireland, wow. Wales, uh, well, the, the UK. I could name traveled. all the countries if you like. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, travelled it all. It was wicked. Like four months, so it was pretty intense. But four months away, or did yeah. you get to pop back? Uh, at the start, I popped back because the venues were nearer to London. So I was coming back every other week or so. But then when you're going up to Glasgow, to Can't Sheffield, really to back. Belfast, to wherever, it's yeah. not worth it for like a day or two in yeah. London. So, uh, But yeah, it was quality, really oh, good. Brilliant. The responses were awesome. So it's nice to feel like you're in something good. Because mm-hmm. a lot of time as an actor, you're in something and you're like, I'm doing this for the credit and it's not very good. <laughs> but that I, I was yeah. proud to be yeah, in, yeah. honestly proud to be in. So yeah, it was wicked. I'm in a really play, good. it's called, <clears throat> and it's uh, showing. <clears throat> and it's, <laughs> it's showing in that place and tickets were sold out, so you can't go. Oh, you it. missed it. What a shame. <laughs> um, and that's, yeah, doing something you're proud of, that's really cool. Yeah, man, that's it. Exactly. So um, yeah, there's that. There's a couple of TV things I filmed, which I can't talk about. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I hate even mentioning that. Like, I do it on my podcast as well. We'll talk about, oh, I filmed this thing, it's really awesome, but I can't tell you what it is. It's kind of just cryptic <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, a few things in the pipeline, which is good. That's Pretty good. busy year. Yeah, I can't complain. It's good cool. when you can't film complain, something man. because you film it and then a lot of time passes and, you, and then you still have stuff to come out. So even when you finish the job, that's it. You've still, like, what are you doing? Well, I filmed this thing last year, it's coming out next year. So yes. it's technically, I'm still. <laughs> working that's it yeah you can just pretend you're still in work the entire time until yeah. everything's released and then and then you're like oh crap then you're like right great i'll eat bread for, for, for <laughs> two months yeah <laughs> i'm gonna eat i'm gonna live on beans and tea and that's it so how did yeah. you become an actor what was your journey what have you done um really random journey because i started off as a kid as a musician which still ties into a lot of what i do now i still sing i still play guitar i play several instruments and write music and run a review website and all stuff and Basically, it started as a kid. I was in the school musicals, which I think everyone did, even if they now would be horrified to be Bethlehem? Huh? Bethlehem at Christmas? I, I, did, I, did, <laughs> I did one nativity when I was like four years old, and it was excruciating even then. Um, but yeah, it didn't put me off. So then I like, did school like Greece and all, oh, all yeah, the ones yeah. that everyone does at school. Who did you play in Greece? I was Kanicki. Oh. So I got to do a little bit of Grease Lightning, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then from there I kept on with the music and I had a really bad experience with my A-level music teacher. He basically hated me. And I went, well, sod music, not doing that. And then I went, what else do I love doing? I love acting. So I started auditioning for drama schools, moved to London, what, 10 years ago now? And that's kind of where it all took off from there. So just kept going. Kept going, you, as you have to. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You just once you know it's what you want to do, it's Don't such a sl- yeah, it's such a slow grind to get to anywhere. So as long as you're passionate about it, and you keep going. That's it, man. Exactly. If you don't Ask have the that, universe. Then- Ask the, uh, see, I'm not into that. Uh, <laughs> I haven't read The Secret, as everyone else seems to I've have read. the TV. <laughs> there's a movie coming out about that. Is there really? Yeah. There's I've, a Freudian, maybe a documentary about it. Then there's a full-on movie, because I saw really? someone saying, couldn't read the book, but looking forward to the movie. So, oh, man. Uh, if you've read the book The Secret, or if you haven't read the book The Secret, uh, it's going to be a movie. Yeah. But Next year. That mentality is super popular, though. Everyone who's vaguely positive these days says, oh, yeah, have you read The Secret? It's like, there's other ways to be positive. Yeah. <laughs> you know Think happy. Think um, happy. Uh, cool. Okay. And so what? And so you've. Um, are you more of a film or a theatre? Like, where do you tend to? More theatre. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I think it's. I've, I mean, I've had more experience doing theatre for sure, and I really get a kick off that um, live. Anything can go wrong. 
aspect of it. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's like, like the, radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Kevin! <Come on! laughs> and what went wrong is you invited me on your radio show. How do I work so, this? Am I doing it right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, even Little Shop, like, we just had like once, I won't even name him, an actor just didn't go on stage for a scene. Oh. And you've got a live audience. What, like, you just, have, just like, I'm not going on. Like, no, Dave d- just forgot. Oh, like sat in his dressing room playing forgot to go on stage <laughs> and the other actors are there like um, okay he's not coming let's improvise this whole uh, scene around this mystery character who's not even so I love that though I love what I've, you have to do yeah. I've always thrived on pressure and I think the pressure of theatre in a room full of 500 people really sparks something in me in a way that film doesn't I guess I still get excited by it but theatre's the liveness a, the liveness good word yeah, Good no. word. You're edumacated. Edumacated. Mm-hmm. I like that word. On I, the intramanet. <laughs> I got my education. <laughs> I'm um, getting myself a boyfriend. <laughs> 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 I, I love my favourite thing about or uh, as an actor mm. um, one of my favourite things is, is the stuff that goes wrong because it is the best stories later on absolutely man when, when absolutely. stuff goes wrong on stage it's the most scariest thing and I used to have actually a real phobia about forgetting my lines and right. I would almost always forget them because I was scared of forgetting them right. yeah. and my brain would we would just like I, it was like <laughs> I was like self-sabotaging myself that's it and I really had to like go through a, a thing with myself I had to have a stern word and be like <laughs> If it goes wrong, which it probably will because it's you, um, you can you can handle it, you can fix it, yeah. and you can and you just can improvise so around it. Just do what Sean Paul does when he's on X Factor and he forgets his lines for the song and he goes, Shonda Paul! He goes, you woo! Shonda Paul! I don't know if that would work for me if I'm in a play and I just start, <laughs> if I just start going, you never know yeah, Shonda Paul! <laughs> Johanna James! Shonda Paul! I love that. That is one of my favourite things with the forgetting your lines. Because yep. in terms of the pressure, there's no feeling that I arguably love more in theatre when you're listening to the other character's monologue and you know your response is coming up and you're just listening to them and in your head going... I don't know my line. Yeah. It's not there. It's gone. I, this I is, what's going to happen? This is not going to. And then it just magically comes out I know, out you, of nowhere. You panic. And I remember once coming. And I Blind op- fear. Man. I opened the show uh, like the first, and I was I was waiting. <laughs> Shut <to>, the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting in the wings to go onto the theatre and being like, okay, because once this once the show gets rolling, yeah, the show ain't going to end until it finishes. Like you have to. You've, once you start, you can't stop. Yeah, unless um, there's a fire. Unless it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, even, even if there's a fire. Even if there's a fire. Not even if there's a fire. But uh, I remember starting, and I was very calm. I felt really, really good. And then I was walking onto the stage in my little stage heels. And then in my head, I went, I don't know what I'm saying. I, have, I cannot remember a single thing about this play. Like, I'm going to stand silently on stage for 20 minutes and yeah. they can deal with it, right? You know what's going to happen now? Next time you do something and you forget your lines, all you're going to be thinking is, shut the ball! And please do it. Please, if you get the opportunity to write this, you just, just forget your lines and shout, shut the ball! You've ruined me forever now. Like, if I ever work at the Globe, that's going to happen in the middle of Macbeth, you know? Well, my, my friend, I had an actor friend who did a lot of Shakespeare and I right. said, like, Shakespeare scared me for a while because I thought, if I forget my line, I can't ad lib because I don't know how to ad lib in in, in, in Shakespeare prose. Yeah. in Shakespeare <laughs> la- language. Um, but he said, "No, no, I've I've got that down. I'm fine." So he goes, "If you do forget your line in a Shakespeare play, what you have to do is you have to turn to the person nearest to you as if they're about they're they're supposed to speak next, and, okay. you, and you say, and therein 
lies the end and you point to them <laughs> and then you leave the stage just screw over your partner basically right and basically yeah. it sounds like the end of a chapter and the next person's just like what um, so that's how to deal with Shakespeare awesome so James. Go, I've, I've learned something today this is this is worthwhile this is great we're thank all you. learning you're welcome add, add you to are my welcome tenic. thank you very much maybe I, I, should, I should I'm a better st- actor for coming here today <laughs> I should start a Johanna James acting tips section on this, uh, yeah. on this show um, but he and, oh, my also my favourite story that this guy and I keep repeating this story because I love it I think mm. he was performing somewhere quite uh, prolific like the National Theatre or something okay. um, but it was uh, one of those theatres in the round Right. so um, in a theatre in the round it's kind of scary because there is no hiding anywhere that no. is, you can see everything from every angle you're just in the middle a circular stage in the middle of all the people so in the scene he had to, he was playing dual characters so he'd run on as the manservant mm-hmm. being like yes my lord of course my lord uh, the horse and carriages have arrived my lord <laughs> and then he'd run off stage and then he would be doing all the sound effects for off stage so like clip clop clip clop <laughs> so he was he was running on running off running on running off and he said that he like ran onto the stage as the butler and just went <laughs> and made the horse noise that's amazing and we've all done it we've all done it he didn't know how to recover and he just went sorry my lord and like ran off <laughs> like it was some involuntary spasm he had or something like that amazing but yeah it, amazing amazing but I, I, I forgetting my lines however funny it is at the time it's not funny oh it's terrifying it's absolutely it's absolute blind terror it's 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 abs- yeah, yeah you, you panic you're, I actually hear that you know when um when you're on a, a heart machine and mm-hmm. it, and it flatlines, <laughs> I hear that in my head. I hear beep, and I'm just Shout like, Paul. <laughs> Shout Paul. thy shorn of the Paul. <laughs> thine shorn of the Paul. My lord, my lord. <laughs> I must see to my shorn of the Paul. Right, okay. Um, so I I applaud people who do do. I've done theatre. I've I haven't. Yeah. Re- I've done bits and bobs of theatre. I haven't really done a lot. And I really applaud people who do it because sure. it does scare the crap out of me. And the last time I did try and do it, I did this like little scratch night writing night thing for the for the royal court. And and uh, it was just a two hander. And I hadn't done theatre in so long. I remember before I went on, I was getting myself so nervous. And I have I had a dialogue with myself in my head. And I I sort of went, What are you doing? You can't do what. Are you, just, yeah. just go on. Just yeah, go on, Put your coat on. What are you doing? And I, I literally was almost at the point of being like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a mistake. <laughs> this is a massive mistake. I've made a great is error. Is this not yeah. the ladies' room now? I'm like, I'm. This I'm, is not for me. I'm actually no. a teacher. And yeah. I'm not supposed to be here. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then I, and then I, but then I was like, I can't. I, my scene partner's been rehearsing as well. I can't leave him. Yeah. So I went out and I did it. And then we were doing a comedy thing, and obviously we were getting these live laughs. And and then I suddenly relaxed, and I remembered why the hell I do it. But five minutes before I was literally what are you doing have you ever seen that clip Uh, it floats about like Facebook and stuff it's like there's a black guy called Addy Mm. and he's gone into the news like the big BBC news interview or ITV news interview but he's got the same name he's just there to apply for the cleaning job I've seen this that's amazing he goes in to apply for the cleaning job they get mixed oh Addy's here for the show because there's another guy called Addy coming on to talk about computer science technologies oh my gosh and they sit in the chair he's sat there and they're like hi and he goes you sit there, it's all like, ooh. But live but on the news, just, like live. He goes with it, he runs with it. He just like does his best to try and pretend that he's that guy. And then he, like, he goes, okay, we've just found out that this is not that. <laughs> but he's amazing. Yeah, he, he went literally with it. sees Heisko, this isn't right, but he goes with it. And he's answering, he's trying to answer their questions like, on something he has no idea about. That's true. It's, yeah. it's Absolutely. Good it's on him, man. His face changes. Like, oh. True theatre. I uh, love it. Right, we're going to pop to a song and then afterwards I think we should move on to a couple of um, unusual film facts and yeah, things do it. and bits let's and bobs. Yeah, let's do it. 
So I'm going to go uh, retro. Got some 80s, my favourite 80s movie, Quality. 16 Candles. Um, this is If You Were Here by the Thompson Twins. Girl. Synth girl. 80s. I play synth. I play synth. We all play synth. Ross plays synth. <laughs> Everyone oh, my played friends the synth in the 80s. Everyone, Everyone played. If you didn't play synth in the 80s, you wouldn't have played synth. Have you not heard basically. the Dickhead song? I've oh, not heard yeah. the Dickhead song. I love the Dickhead song. All my friends are Dickheads too. I play synth. We all play synth. <laughs> <laughs> We're Dickheads. Yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm clearly plan. missing out on that. I have no idea what you're I'm talking about. Got one gear on my fixie bike. <laughs> got a plus one here for my gig tonight. <laughs> it's like a, a it's like a hipster parody on YouTube. Right, okay. Called, okay. Called, the song's called Dickhead. I need to check it out. D- yeah, I will Dickhead. check it out. Yeah. I'm going to play that next week. Yes. <laughs> yes, Kev. Thank you. Um, right, so we've, we're joined with Philadelphia in the studio. Yo. Um, I'm going to go, because last week I wrote some unusual film facts. Nice. Um, I didn't get to say on the show, so I'm going to say them now. Do it. Uh, well, I've got airtime. So, did you know, we're going to just have a little talk about this. Samuel L. Jackson, he demanded that Snakes on a Plane was called Snakes on a Plane. That, and that title was not changed. Really? Because that was the only reason he accepted the role. <laughs> what was it going to be called then? I did, well, he didn't want it to be changed. So he said, if I, if I come on board on the project, you have to keep it Snakes on a Plane. Because you know what? I think he had a lot of money out there. I've had a goddamn... Does he- Motherfucking snakes on a plane. I think every time he said that, yeah. he got money. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I think so. Really? Yeah. But so what, I don't what, know. I that's don't the question. Know what was it called before? Was that's it like what I mean, put plane yeah. around a snake? Yeah. yeah. There like, may be a snake on this plane. <laughs> Reptiles in the air. And a condors on a jet plane. <laughs> <laughs> that's number two. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Um, in the film, the Nash, uh, National Treasure, not mm. the National National Treasure. Good film. Good film. Uh, I love a bit of National yeah, Treasure. Yeah. One and two. So the good guys use Google. And the bad guys use Yahoo. No way. Controversial. Why? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Shit's just blown my mind. Oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping you'd use that. I was hoping you would use that. (laughs) It's my favourite one. Yeah, definitely. So it's just a bit, I mean, you know, obviously, I think probably. But why? Google. I don't know why. Would Yahoo agree to that? I think they're like, Yahoo is bad. Yeah, evil, evil evil Yahoo. Conspiring to like do bad things brands do that you know because um, in Brotherhood when we were making Brotherhood last mm. year um, uh, Apple donated um, some phones and some okay. laptops and stuff to be used to be in the film um, but the condition was that they could only be used by the good characters oh. and any of the baddies had to have like a Samsung or a Blackberry that's amazing is it yeah so uh, only Apple could be shown if it was a, a good uh, deemed a good character so How, but obviously that'll translate into sales otherwise they wouldn't do it yeah the yeah. idea that a bad character using an Apple iPhone will somehow reduce its sales How? seems that's stupid pathetic. to me. But yeah. it might, but it, but it, that's the rules that they don't they don't want the the like the what the the enemy guys uh, oh, using Apple. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. So in a Lord little like fact behind the scenes factoid in Lord of the Rings, Elijah Wood has Alka Seltzer tablets to foam himself at the mouth when he gets uh, uh. stabbed by Shelob. So did uh, Gandalf have an uh, iPhone? And did uh, <laughs> S- S- Solomon maybe have Solomon. a Samsung? Sauron. Sa- Solomon. I don't know. Solomon. <laughs> you knew I'm in. Pick on me. Don't pick on me. What's his name? Sauron. 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 Sauron, isn't it? There's Sauron and Solomon. And there's also Sol. Yeah, there is a Solomon. Ah! Is there a Solomon? There's a Solomon, not Sol- Solomon. Sol- Solomon. They're, they're it wait guys right. help us here yeah. this is Email what we need to use in. Google or Yahoo depending. Email in. Gandalf the Grey Gandalf 
There's the what? There's Sauron, <laughs> yeah. and then there is Solomon. Solomon is the bad guy up in the tower. He's like the bad wizard. Yeah, yeah. Is that his name? Solomon. Okay. But you said Solomon, but anyway. You did say Solomon, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, don't pretend you were right now. Too late for that. If Too anyone late. can clarify, just email on chill at foobarradio.com. Shandapal! <laughs> <laughs> That's his name, no. Um, right, so in the film The Great Gatsby... Um, Good the, film. The phrase, mm. old sport. Right. Guess how many times it was used I'm going to go, oh. 112. Okay. Any, <laughs> any higher or lower film? 111. It was used 55 <laughs> times. So 55, sorry, what? Solomon, yeah. 110, no, it's fifth, it's the same thing. <laughs> 55 times um, in the year. Hey, old sport. Hey, old sport. I think we should bring that back. We should try and use that. Hey, old bit. sport. Hey, old yeah, sport. Yeah, like a show catchphrase. Mm. That, that could totally work. Thank you, all totally listening all Everyone sport. that comes in, right, next time, right, every time that comes in, we just keep calling them sport. And yeah. don't, don't mention that we're going to do it. You go, okay, how would you like, what do you think you're trying to advertise sport? Yeah. <laughs> sport, just keep calling Oh, them. thanks, old sport. Thanks, yeah. old sport. Hello, do, it, do it so much that they think, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Uh, Top Gun movie. Mm. Uh, Navy recruitment went up 500% the year that that movie came out. Everyone went to the cinema and went, Yep, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be in the navy. Did you do that wow. as a kid though? You guys see that in the movie? You come out. I, I went and watched uh, one of the rush hours when I was a kid when they first oh, yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah. Only the first one. We come out and we we all Jackie Chan after that. We were running <laughs> yeah, around yeah, kicking yeah. lampposts. Ah! Yeah, I'm gonna go to karate and then yeah. you get your ass kicked. And you're like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. I mean, that was one of yeah, one of one of my questions to you guys actually. What would be the most influential movie? In your Ooh. in your life, because I I literally as from a very young young age, from three years old, I would go and I'd watch Mary Poppins or whatever, yeah. and I would go away. Ten minutes later, I'd be back. I'd be a brolly. I found a hat from somewhere, yeah. and I was just yeah. Mary. This is going to sound really weird, but mine was actually, and this is from a young age, and it was. I tell the story how it became coming back. Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. Really? Yeah, and I was about I was about six. That's yeah. That is a little. Yeah, that is a little. And I'll explain the story. So <laughs> I, I used to have three favourite films, right? And there was all you know remember the, uh, the cassette you could, could copy off the TV. You yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The TV. So we they taped over the Freddy Krueger movie, but they they taped Dumbo and Michael Jackson Moonwalker movie. That's, they didn't that's, I was going to say that was mine, weirdly. Yeah. That was my favorite. <laughs> Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, Dumbo and Michael Jackson. Yes. They, they filmed over the Freddy Krueger, but it didn't film over it. It just had enough space to add two more to it. Awesome. So they'd stick the cassette in. Go on, Kevin, you go and watch that. I'd watch Dumbo, I'd watch Michael Jackson. Then I'd sit and watch Freddy Krueger. <gasps> Freddy Krueger was my hero. I didn't kind of understand it. He's running around <laughs> killing all these people. I loved him. I had the, I had the toys with the claws. I had the, the jumper. I, was, I, wanted Amazing. To be, I wanted to be Freddy Krueger. This makes a lot of sense yeah. now that I know you. I, I just met you. It, it really all does. Makes sense. It really yeah, does. Yeah. So you go from playing Dumbo, Dumbo to Michael Jackson. I called him Mickey Jackson because I couldn't pronounce Mickey Michael. J. Mickey, Mickey J. Mickey, <laughs> Mickey Jackson. And then, and then Freddy. Good old Freddy Krueger. My hero. Wow. I miss you, Freddy. Uh, wow. <laughs> Freddy was like a dad to me. <laughs> Freddy's like my family. <laughs> and what about you, Phil? But I, I was honestly going to say Michael Jackson's Moonwalker Walker because yeah. as terrible a film as it is, anyone who knows me knows I love Michael Jackson. Mm. And you can ask my brother. I used to watch that tape. What Michael Rewind Jackson? Rewind it. Huh? What, what Michael Jackson, which, though? Which version? I, all, all Michael Jackson. I'm into all, all Michael Jackson. All shades. All shades of Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 all, <laughs> every version of the rainbow Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> 50 yeah, Shades of Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, there is. 50 Shades of Michael Jackson. That's a weird film nobody needs to see. Please, nobody make that film. But yeah, no, I watched that to death. And then, because um, I used to watch the Smooth Criminal bit in the middle, mm-hmm. the extended Smooth Criminal, and that just made me want to sing, basically. Yeah. And yeah. that's, yeah, part of the reason I sing, I think. So. I, I connected to the Michael Jackson movie because I think there was a little girl in there with a doll the blonde yeah. one yeah and Annie I, no Annie are you okay 
I think she was she called was, Annie. She actually, I think she was actually called Annie. Yeah. She was not okay. She was, okay. <laughs> she was far from she okay. Was, she wasn't kidnapped, I think. But um, yeah, I have like strong memories of that film, even though I didn't understand the film at all. Right. I just remember watching it. Um, most influential for me would either be yeah, Mary Poppins. I would literally. My parents used to take me on a day trip out. But most kids would be like, "Where do you want to go?" Mm. And I'd be like, "St Paul's Cathedral," <laughs> and I'd go and feed the pigeons. Did it no we way! All to do that? Feed the birds. Nice I want to go feed the birds. <laughs> and I, I, wanted, I, I wanted to like dress as a Victorian for like most of the time. I was really affected That's by awesome. that film. Um, and then the next one. Probably be I was obsessed with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger growing up, like kids. Oh, yeah? I was obsessed. Terminator. I, think yeah, Terminator I was actually, now I'm thinking about it, I was actually allowed to watch a lot of shit that I shouldn't have been allowed <laughs> to that's watch. A, that's an 18, you know, that film. I was about 10, again, you probably younger. with your mother. Probably Jeez, younger. I was allowed, I'm thinking about it now, I was allowed to watch a lot of, I was exposed to a lot of TV that I shouldn't have been from yeah. young. Hence, hence all those asbos, though. Hence you know? being, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hence being, I've got, uh, I'm not allowed to go 100 feet from. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Connor. Um, Gemma Arterton. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, I love the fact that there's films. Well, that's the whole point of film, enjoying it, but also just they can have such an effect on totally. you. Totally. Oh, tell you another one, Back to the Future. Oh, I, yeah. I watched Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3 to death. And still to this day, I don't think I'll be pacified until I own a DeLorean. <laughs> like, if I ever get rich enough, I'm getting a DeLorean. Marty, we've got to get the DeLorean at 88 miles an hour. <laughs> Um, We've got to go back to the future, Marty. What? <laughs> You're sounding more like Rick and Morty at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that quote. That's the, yeah, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty's quality. <laughs> Have you seen that, Rick and Morty? Oh, it's You good. need to see it. It's I just found out the other day, we were driving along in the car, and I found out my boyfriend had never seen a single Back to the Future. What? And I was like, what? Get out the car. No, that, that's, uh, that's no. going to make for a great weekend, though. But I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. going to try and educate him. And, and Yeah, he's not seen totally. it. He's not seen it. What was we speaking about before? And he was like, never seen it. And was like, what? I remember. With yeah, there's a lot of things he hasn't seen. Mm. Poor guy. Poor God. Yeah. Okay. We'll bring him. He's we'll lived under a rock. Well, all in right. the desert. <laughs> he's from the Middle East, but that's a little far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Know, little, little racy, but okay. <laughs> go she to the, said it. Go, go, go to the Kevin corner. Go to the Kevin corner. Okay, right, moving on with my, my... Oh, Pumba from The Lion King uh, was the first character to fart in any Disney movie. <laughs> really? Factoid. <laughs> well, it always comes up, Lion King. Did you know the... Do you know the... the, the yeah, I, I did, you, actually. Weirdly teeth, enough, I'd come across teeth. that. Okay, hold on, bear with me. What? <laughs> put your teeth um, in. Lion King yeah. was actually complete... Ri- 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 Man, what is happening? I'm a What is happening? I'm not well. Bear with me, guys. Do you want me to drive this one? Please do. Okay, so The Lion King was a... Oh, my God, it's happened to me! (laughs) Shut the ball! The Lion King was a rip-off of another cartoon called Kumba. Kim, Kimber the White Lion. Kimber the White Lion. Kimber, was it really? It was a, a movie. No. It was a cartoon or a movie from like the fifties. Yeah. And they, when the guy died, who wrote it, the Chinese fella, or the, um, it was an anime. Right, it was completely writ, like completely no plag- plagiarism. Plagiarism. Plag- yeah. Disney doing stolen. something unethical. I but mean, Dis- that's opened yeah. my eyes. You know, D- Disney was quite. <laughs> it was quite a bad man. That's pretty. Yeah. You bad boy. You're bad man. So, bad yeah, boy. Disney. He they they start and they only it recently come to light now because they found uh, like letters between production house and they accidentally called. Simba, Kimba. What? In one of the bits, they what? were like, they were like, we need to change Kimba's head there or whatever. And um, and yeah, it, they could have disguised it better though. Do you know I, what I mean? That's that was what literally I changed even, the letter. Even like, the scenes, come on. all the scenes. Call him Tim. Like the scene when he sat with his dad. On yeah, the, on scene the rock. for scene, scene it's almost scene. the same. It's like, yeah. What? Uh, it's crazy. Uh, um, Google did, it. Google did you know it. Don't, don't Yahoo it. Google it. I will yeah. Google, I'm a good guy. So <laughs> on I will your iPhone. Your iPhone. Yoda is actually modelled on Albert Einstein. 
No. Really? Which is why there is some similar, similarities. Man. Have you seen the um, Bad Lip Sync with Yoda? No. There's a new one. Just you haven't seen it either. Mm. You, right, you need to watch that. It's um, I do like them bad sync. Just just type yeah. bad lip syncing Yoda and seagulls, and it will make your evening. You're welcome. That's, I'm going to leave that with you. I'm going to leave that with <laughs> Great you. Weekend, Thank you. Great weekend, guys. Great weekend. Have you seen that? Um, it's not a lip sync, but it's, it's they've put you know Bricktop from um, mm-hmm. Snatch yeah. over Darth Vader. What? Oh, it's the best. It's <laughs> like, Give me the fucking shooter. It's just it's, you've got to see it. To they've, done, they've done the same with Darth Vader with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and they take uh, quotes from his other films. Who and is your daddy, and what does he do? Exactly that. Get to the dropper. It's exactly that, yeah, and it's brilliant. as good as it sounds. Yeah, it's quality. Um, talking about Back to the Future, the the time traveling machine, the DeLorean, uh, in the original script was supposed to be a refrigerator. I did know that. No. I oh. did know that. That'd have been shit. Yeah. Get in the fridge, Marty. Yeah, get, get, get the fridge to eighty-eight miles an hour, Marty. <laughs> eighty-eight <laughs> minus eighty-eight degrees. <laughs> minus eighty-eight degrees. Oh man. Um, <clears throat> this is a bit of like a, a weird. Um, Twilight Zone real life film thing Ooh. so in 1898 which is 14 years before Titanic actually happened the real yeah, Titanic yeah. event uh, Morgan Robertson wrote a novel called Futility which is about a large ship called the Titan that <gasps> hits an iceberg what? and sinks in the Atlantic Ocean what yeah that's you gotta freaky. be shitting and me. The, that is it crazy. Was pr- it was published 14 years before Titanic, and it was called t- The Titan, and it's hit an iceberg. That and is nuts. How nuts is that? That is crazy. I blame, I blame him now for the whole thing. Morgan was, was Robinson! There, was there a scene where she goes, I'm flying, Jack? That did happen in the real Titanic. P- probably not. Uh, says who? Well, that's true. Was you true. there? No. <laughs> was you there? I was not. I was about we, to say, we can't I, prove it or disprove it, can we? I was about thing. to say I, like to I was not there, unfortunately. <laughs> and was I was like, actually, I'm very fortunate <laughs> that I was yeah. not on the Titanic. Was it not? I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Docudrama. Um, oh, that's the end of my. I thought it was live. A live stream of the Titanic. <laughs> what are you going wrong? Shonda Park. That's the end of my unusual facts for this week. Very good. Very um, good. Would you like to play a game, Phil, before we have to say goodbye? I will, to you? I will be terrible at your game, but I will happily okay. play it. So, as it's Christmas, it's nearly Christmas, Yay, I've Christmas. got some uh, Christmas movie quotes. Okay. And um, I'm going to see if you. So, any of you guys know how, how much you know your Christmas films. So, think of a buzzer in your head. It can be whatever you want. Do we need a buzzer? So, you can just be like, Dab or whatever. Dab. If you want to do a dab, I'm, I'm not dab, cool enough dab, to dab. dab. I'm not dab, cool dab, enough to dab. Nah. I'm going to go with the Wayne's World swing. Okay, you can swing. Oh. And what's your buzzer? Bazinga! Okay. Bazinga! <laughs> nice, nice. Right. Okay. So we're going to give this a go. No, no. Wait, so I'm, I'm going to refer that. Shonda Paul. It has to be. <laughs> man. It has to be. Got to be. Okay. So the Christmas movie quote. Here we go. We're going to we're going to play and pause and see how we go. So if you if you know it. We're guessing, so we're out. guessing the film or the character or what? Um, guess the film it's from. So this is this is the theme tune from a, from a film. So not theme tune, <laughs> it's, it's movie quotes. You're not listening. Uh, we're, so, we're so good at this yeah, already. This busy. is going to go really yeah. well. Okay, let's just let's just give it. Let's take ends a on at buzzer. It. Ends on buzzer. <laughs> and I want to look him straight in the eye. And I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood. Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? 
I, I need to see that film. I've no it's idea. It's amazing. It's called it's called National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I've seen it. Right. I've seen it. And it's one of my favourite. I would have never guessed that. Oh my god! It's almost one of those famous movie famous movie quotes ever. I've never seen. Apparently. I've never even heard of it. I, I wonder National if it was Lampoon's. National it's got Lampoon. that guy in it. Um, Chevy Chase. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. See, I know who he is. That was yeah. Chevy Chase going absolutely ballistic. Was it going awesome. ballistic? I've missed that. Bit. I'm going to make that my ringtone. Yeah, Chris. I'm going to make that my buzzing noise. Right. Okay. What about the next one? Let's see. I know that you left the workshop. You know, we're all uh, laughing our heads off. Tring. Did you have to borrow a ring? Is elf? It is! Like, yes. Well done! Nice. Hey, Jackweed, I get more action in a week than you've had your entire life. Oh, he's a bad I've got houses. He's an angry LA, from the South Paris. Paris. Yeah, <laughs> he uses Yahoo. Which one of them is? He has a screen. So I suggest you wipe that stupid smile off your face before I come over there and smack it off. You feeling strong, my friend? Call me Elf one more time. These are very aggressive Christmas films. They are. Holy shit, what a break! I work! Um, short to Paul! Scrooge? Yes, it is! Oh, man. That's 1.8! Oh, yeah, I should have got that one. I should have got that one. Good film, good film. Yeah, it's a good film. I haven't seen it in ages. Uh, no, it's yeah, same. Bill Murray, isn't it? Good, yeah. been a good year. <laughs> December 11th. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Bill okay. Murray, that's his name. There you go. Number that's four. Santa rolling down the block in a panzer. Well, kids, I, I certainly hope you've been good this year, because it looks like Santa just took out the Pearson home. It's coming! Shring. Is it Jingle All the Way? No. Uh, what about reindeer? Sean DePaul? Reindeer Santa? Santa, no. Santa and a reindeer? It, it's kind of a package deal. It's the Santa Claus. I never would have got that. Never even heard of it. Oh, number five. Number five. Tring, it's a wonderful life. No, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Sorry. Don't shake your head at me. I shook my head, but I meant to not. You're so wrong that you're right. I love this film. Yeah, it's quality. I was late to the party on this one. I think you're allowed to be late to that party because you weren't alive at the time. I saw all the bolts silhouetted against the lights of the traffic, and then they were gone. Oh. Uh. Pornhub? <laughs> Only I didn't say fudge. I said the word. The big one. The queen mother of dirty words. The F dash 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 word. What did you say? I know the Family Guy parody of this. I don't know what it is. It's a Christmas story. No idea. Number you seven. Ma'am, I'm eight years old. Tring, hold on. Both say it at the same time. Hold on. I went Okay, one point to Phil. Boom. He's at work. What about your brothers and your sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? Such a good film. Such a good film. Because you're a stranger. Number eight. Your Honor, every one of these letters is addressed to Santa Claus. The post Tring. office Miracle delivered. Well Street. done, Phil. Therefore, the post office Fuck department, you, Phil. A branch of the federal <laughs> I'm, not I'm not allowed back, am I? I'm never allowed back. <laughs> ...to be the one and only Santa Claus. Uh, since the United States government declares this man to be Santa Claus, this court will not dispute it. Case dismissed. Okie dokie, number nine. Trouble, me too, me too. Do you have any more in the back? <laughs> What? I see that. <laughs> I'm not to 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these, these guys are looking for a turbo man? A jungle man, though. Yeah. Jungle all the way. You got it. He got it. Jungle all the way. You're going to give that to Kevin. I said it like 10 minutes ago, so that totally counts. Okay, for the final round. Turbo man. Say that Turbo Man on there. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the Schwarzenegger. You have a 55 inch plasma TV in your room? Santa got it for me Number for 10. Christmas last year. Yeah, well, the big guy in the red suit's not looking out for your future. Oh, really. shoot the ball. hooked on that thing. I can see it now. Dave Close? bags of Cheetos no, later. The brother, you wake up though. at 35, yep. you're overweight, you're crying. Brother, no, Dave Close. What's he called? This is your favor. You I have get no idea. Play I have around no idea. Play, close. play kick the can, do some Brooklyn. athletic stuff, you go to school, you... I'm going to get... It's Fred Close. Fred Close. Oh, oh, okay, if I give you that... Sebastian Claus. That's three points each. That was a draw. Phil, Fair enough. you'll have I'm to happy return with that. another time. Do, 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 I don't know, we can't do like a... A tiebreaker. Like a, yeah. a tie Fight breaker. to the death. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a knife each. Yeah. <laughs> One arm behind your back. That's extreme. Well, Phil, thank you so much for coming on the show. No, thank you. All the best of luck with your future. Well, you seem thank very you. busy, so you don't need any yeah. luck. Can I quickly plug yeah, my podcast? Yeah, go plug what you want uh, to do. I have my own podcast uh, with a guy called Chris Keegan. It's called A Whole Lot of Nothing. On Twitter, it's at Lot of Nothing CP. Uh, check it out. We talk geek culture, films, movies, music, uh, stupid headlines from around the world, everything. Check it out. Also, reverbroom.com is my music review website. If you like rock music, check it out and enjoy. I know. Your podcast Thank is great. You. You, got, you got a good radio voice, though. So, Thanks. Uh, Thanks. When I get on the radio, I get a little bit like this. <laughs> but when I'm not on the radio, it's all right. You know what I mean, bro? <laughs> changes. Changes. Just, Just like that. Just like that. Right. We're going to get, like, uh, get the energy up here because it's Friday. Yeah, I'm going to play the Notorious B.I.G. It's hypnotized. It's background chill. Good, good tune. Back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. Welcome back. Ooh, it's back row. little bit of... It was continuing. I didn't know what happened there. Sorry, apologies. <laughs> um, it's Friday, it's back row and chill with Johanna James, Kevin Freshwater. Hello. We've got our final guest in the studio. Woo! Woo! It's uh, Marissa Koneski. Is that how you... That's brilliant. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming in today. And you've literally run here from the rehearsal studio, you've just been saying. Yes, we have just done our final blood rehearsal. Oh, a blood rehearsal. Yes. What does that mean? She sacrificed a goat. Yes. <laughs> well, it's more interesting than that. Okay. But uh, we, um, we just... Uh, made we in our show we put a woman back together we don't cut her in half we do the opposite of the oh, traditional wow. illusion and um we just had to have a wet rehearsal which was with the blood it's not real blood ah. in this particular scene uh so we did the uh the wet the last rehearsal was the wet blood the, rehearsal the wet We've been working up to it ah because a wet run normally means that you drink in the scene <laughs> like really Ooh. drink so if you do if you're doing a play where in the scene people are having alcohol if you do a, a wet run it's a rehearsal with actual alcohol ah. good just, times good times it's just it, the scene normally just falls apart but um, it's quite fun I always watch the thing that when I'm watching TV that they real, is that real alcohol, alcohol they drink no. no no it'd be apple juice and well that's, that's yeah. ruined, ruined, it, ruined it for me mm-hmm. um so you have got a show at the Soho Theatre that yes. is literally about to start. Um, if you'd like to let our listeners know what, what it's about and what you're doing. Well, well, you're putting a woman back together. Yes, it's a very <laughs> special show for the festive period. And when I say the festive period, I mean the festive menstrual cycle. So it's a little bit of a controversial show. Mm-hmm. We um, like controversial. We like, we like controversial. It is a comedy. Um, it's called Dr. Karneski's Incredible Bleeding Woman. And I am currently qualifying as a real 
doctor. I was just about to say, it says doctor, and I'll say, yes. have you actually got a PhD? I have. <laughs> and, and this is my doctorate. Well, I'm, I'm just finishing my thesis. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm a doctor of performance art. Let me make that plain. Okay, well, right. As opposed okay. to yeah. medicine. Like, ouch, help. I've got a little rush. Could yeah. you have a little bit for me? <laughs> but um, the whole show is about reinventing menstrual rituals. And it mm. isn't just a show for women, because we look at the whole idea of the human body and its cycles it's it's a pastiche of a anthropology lecture that all starts to turn into a strange witchy ritual that then starts to turn into a really cheesy 1980s magic show and we reverse all the roles and we have some incredible performers so we have one of the only female hair hangers in the world she hangs by her hair that's fancy chance and we have one of the only female sword swallowers in the world. She's Kevin's sw- eyebrows just <laughs> raised. <laughs> and we have a very interesting story about the sword swallower because um, she actually had an accident. Her name <gasps> is Miss Blue, and she grazed her esophagus. Ooh. Bloody hell. And um, when she went to the hospital, she asked her fellow sword swallowers around the world, and it turns out that when you menstruate, apparently your esophagus swells up a bit. And so women sword swallowers are at a higher risk of oh, wow. injuries. When you when, say she's the only one menstruate. in the country, or one of the only one, how many is there? Do they have a it's union? A, it's, well, I think they probably do. It's a very small gang around the world. Because I remember seeing one other. girl when I was younger. She, she had long brown hair and she gargled oil, first of all, which was pretty gross. And then she just, oh, the whole sword, gone. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh, good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's it's could be the same lady that I saw as a child. I don't, no, I um, don't think so. This is quite a young lady. Okay, but um, she's going to swallow a different size sword in relation to the different days of her menstrual cycle. So she's got a little one, so that she doesn't <laughs> hurt herself. Yeah, and a big one on the big day. So. Don't she, she, swallow swords on your period. Is she yes, fond exactly. Of a big one? <laughs> <laughs> well, she would be very upset with that comment because I, th- I think for her it is a great. Um, ancient art form and it's all about defying death it's not about giving good blowjobs oh no one was thinking that I think blowjobs are defying death personally but um, (laughs) no I mean that's crazy I mean I I thought that sword swallowing was an illusion I didn't Mm. know people actually put it into their body and then out again oh I have a little bit of a phobia about sharp objects and swords and knives and things so that's making me feel really funny (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to breathe. There's lots of knives, lots of blood, but all done with very odd humour. We, oh, cool. we take on kind of lots of the images from classic horror movies like Carrie and mm-hmm. The Exorcist, and we look at this whole thing that we have this obsession in our culture with covering women in blood. Yeah. And my theory is that it's not because we want to see lots of murdered women, but that we have an ancient, deep kind of connection with the idea of women and blood and it's from these early menstrual rituals that are in a sense what you could say are the origins of magic and the origins of witchcraft yeah mm. and sacrificing sacrificing virgins well no is that an Egyptian thing because someone used to sacrifice virgins I'm pretty sure well I think to it's, please the gods well I guess we're coming more from the point of view that women went on a sex strike from men in early human culture and they said we're not going to have sex with you because we're menstruating and you can't have sex until you bring us back meat Ah! and then we're going to put our menstrual blood on so our fingers. So you've been using it as a tool from, from yes. early. It's, it's the original it's the original strike. Oh, wow. Sex strike. It's, it's the sex strike yeah. and it's uh, so menstruation in a sense you could c- say created human culture on some levels because it created uh People saying, I want this, this is my time, you go over there and give me this, or I won't give you that. 
Oh, wow, makes, is... it makes a lot of sense because like, we've all lived it as... as, as <laughs> <laughs> this just remind me of a film and I'm, the, the name has escaped me because it's a foreign film so I, I'm not sure what it translates to into English but I'm going to find it. It's about... It was made uh, semi-recently and about a group of women in, I think, Iran um, in the high mountains um, and they have to go and... They have to go and carry these... Like, their job is to get the water and go up and even when they're on the periods and it's all horrible and then uh, they go on a sex strike in the village to basically say to the guys you need to carry the water because it's not fair that we're doing this and doing that and um, it's, so the film is about the sex strike that the whole all, all the women <laughs> wow. get in and they're like we're not going to do it everybody has to stay strong and um, the men just go absolutely mental it's been an important part of women's power throughout time the sex strike and for many reasons but I think even in the recent um, marches the, I think it was Black Monday the Polish against the Polish abortion ban mm. um, I think that the women in Poland went on sex strike they said no sex if you're not going to let us have abortions oh wow still, still I think there was a connection it. with sex strike I have to check that with my colleagues mm. who mm. are part I've never of heard that of movement. it for like before I knew it, like, it's, I've never heard of an actual strike sex strike a form of women's protest the earliest forms of protest and then burning bras as well that happened yes that's that definitely happened connected <laughs> <laughs> it, um, I think it definitely works it only works if everyone does it though that's the yes. whole thing yeah. you've got to yes. like do it together sex strike together oh there's that one lady that's like <laughs> I'm free <laughs> line <laughs> up boys <laughs> yes it's about women's solidarity and, and that's kind of what we play with in the show we look at and we have all different kinds of women in our company so some of the women in our show were not born women so we have a bit of a queer perspective also on what it is to recognise the importance of your body's cycles and how perhaps it's been disrespected throughout the history of time and we need to readdress that and say this is a really important, interesting cultural mm-hmm. thing that there's many goddesses and archetypes that are actually menstrual and we don't really realise it. And how did the, the show sort of form did you put it together or like I get did. through your... It is my doctorate. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, so I mean I, I'm, I'm a magician and a uh, bit of a comedian sort of in a very obscure performance art way Mm. and I had this idea to do a doctorate and to um, I guess I was looking at a lot of horror films and looking at a lot of representation of women and blood and looking at a lot of the protests that were going on around the world and um, there's some great you know Pussy Riot and Femen and all these amazing groups of women that are kind of there's a Sangre Menstrual in Spain and there's a kind of a rise in menstrual activism if you like and people saying you know this has been ignored for too long and which why is it taboo why is it thought of as dirty why is it thought of as disgusting it's my body why do i have to put have an advert with blue liquid and pretend it doesn't happen and so many young girls have shame and so many people are repressed around their bodies Mm -hmm. and so i looked into anthropology and realized that it's actually a really huge important part of culture that we've kind of hidden and closed and as I say is kind of the basis of lots of very famous myths like Medusa is a menstrual myth funnily enough oh with this lady with the snakes yes turns men to stone she when does. she's on her period. When she's on her period. Oh, is that when she's on her period? Yes. Oh, I don't know that. That's her, because her, it's the kind of, there's a lot of theories to suggest that it's the origins of, of witchcraft and magic and that when women got together on the dark moon, not the full moon, this is uh, what happened in early human culture, people would go, 
the women would go on sex strike on the dark moon inside a cave somewhere, possibly, or inside <laughs> their own hut, and they would kind of unionise and menstruate together. And the, that power, that creative power that they had at that time collectively... When there was a full moon? Or the blood, no, dark, the blood dark moon. moon. Oh, the, dark, the blood moon or dark moon? Dark, dark moon, moon and, or new moon. And then when you ovulate, when uh, the full moon comes, and then that's when you have your party and have sex, and when... You meet comes back. But obviously, gender has changed. And yeah. We're a bit more fluid than that now. But, but it is weird. I remember when I found out that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning so much about vaginas. <laughs> but it, did you know that girls... You must know that girl, girls who live closely together... Or they, share, they share, yeah, they share. They synchronise. Yeah. How? How? Cool. How? It's going back to what... Um, Witchcraft. What, that's yeah. what the show is about. Yeah. So you've just put your finger on it. So we... In the show... We you need look, to go to a cave. Yes, well, we look at the theory that... You know, there, there was research to suggest in the 70s that women synchronise when they live together. And my theory, adding to that, is that it's not just living together, but you have to perform menstrual rituals. So we got together in South End, of all places, the lovely English seaside town, and we decided to reinvent menstrual rituals, me and my gang. And they're all very funny, interesting cabaret artists that work in the circus. So we were doing all these crazy things, like dressing up as cheerleaders covered in blood and running around the beach screaming, and all these people in South End were walking by with Strange dogs. bunch as well, strange bunch of people. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> so we have these films. And, it's, it's, you know, the whole thing is very tongue-in-cheek, but it's also very serious. And it's kind of a, a parody of a really serious performance art project, but it is a really serious performance art project. So it's, it's a kind of many things at the same time. But there are many films of us doing really bizarre menstrual rituals in South End. But we, so the theory is, is Did you synchronize as well? We did. And some amazing things happened which we reveal in the show. And there are some interesting people in the show, some new people in the show that were the result of the Babies. research. Yes. Oh wow. We have a baby live in the show. We had to get a baby license the other day. Oh wow. <laughs> to perform. So how, who do you do you approach to get a baby license? The, council. the local council. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 we need a license for the baby. <laughs> oh, sorry, so you need a baby license. Yeah. And you need to have it MOT'd once a year, <laughs> insured. I, personally, I think everyone should have a license to have a baby. I think so too. Yeah. I think different. I think you shouldn't just have a baby because you want a baby. That's just my opinion. I think, I think that's quite selfish. I want a baby. Have you got a house? Have you got enough money to pay for this child? Ooh, that's a whole other Kevin that's coming whole out yeah. here. Um, no, that's amazing. Oh, we're slightly out of time, but I mean, oh, thank no. you so much. So people did fancy. Oh, I fancy a little bit. You know, yes. time out from all the Christmas stuff, and they want to go into the more wacky menstrual show. Yes. <laughs> so it starts on Tuesday, <laughs> and it runs until the seventh of January, oh, right the way through the festive period. We that's are cool. the Panto. <laughs> Blood panto. Exactly. <laughs> Vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> Vaginas. Um, this is amazing. So, and um, tickets are £10, Soho Theatre. Um, but have you got plans to bring it on further on? And Yes, we would love to tour it all over the world and spread our message. But the most important thing is we've started an activist movement and you can find us on Facebook. We are the Menstruals. I was just about to say, your social media platforms. And you can, you can join us and perform menstrual rituals on the dark moon and reinvent menstrual rituals and reclaim women's power women's time by joining the menstruals and coming with us we're like we're like SantaCon but or we're all menstruating instead <laughs> amazing alright thank you so much that's, that's been brilliant I'm gonna, we're going to pop to a song and then we're going to come back uh, for the last couple of minutes of the show amazing so uh, I've well, learned a lot in that I've learned feel, so much I feel I've learned a lot I feel like maybe we should do something and we'll sync you and me up 
menstrually. You have a boyfriend, Jana. <laughs> <laughs> menstrually. All right, babe. Okay, this is Barbara O'Reilly, The Who. It's also the theme tune to CSI. Gonna have to come back in <laughs> because it's nearly the end of the show. Oh my god, that was fascinating! Absolutely fascinating. What a crazy, crazy show! But that, I feel educated about vaginas now. I'm, I'm educated about, and I'm a girl. I didn't know that crap about periods. I might go to them. Them. The, 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 should we go? I think we should go just to watch and learn more. Just to watch, <laughs> you know. But bl- I think blood might make me a bit queasy. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, right, I've got a couple of last factoids I want to squeeze in the show before before the weekend officially begins. Um, um, did you know that Harry Potter, Harry Potter factoid here, Severus Snape uh, was J.K. Row- was based on J.K. Rowling's real chemistry teacher, Ooh. who was called John Nettleship, and apparently <laughs> he was just <laughs> like Snape, and so it inspired the whole character yeah. and. Um, and she she wrote about him. Um, also, the uh, this is all a bit little like baddie factoids. Ursula from the Little Mermaid was copied and like drawn. Um, there was a drag queen called Divine <laughs> who appeared in Hairspray and other things. And um, sadly, he pa- she she passed away before the the movie. Those poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> Oh my god, I want to watch Little Merlin. Yeah, now. me too. <laughs> Love that I film. I like that shit. That film came out the year we were born. Ooh. It did. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts of the time. Um, so that was cool. So um, I mean, thank you, Kevin, for coming thank in. Thank you. And, I enjoy it every time. And being on the show. Absolutely I wicked. It. I what loved a, it. What a laugh. Try to ball. Try to ball. Um, and thank you guys for listening. We will be back for the last show of the year next week, sixteenth um, of December. Um, but we'll be back in the new year, back around chill. And Noel hopefully should be back a little bit more when he's finished being famous. Um, <laughs> right. So I'm going to go for my final song, which is from. I'm listen- I haven't seen the film yet, but I've listened a lot to the album of Moana, the new Disney film. It's called. No. Mo- oh right, with the with um, Dwayne John yeah, the Rock, yeah, Dwayne yeah, Johnson, yeah. and it's about that sort of Hawaiian. I tried to watch it the other night, but it wouldn't let me. Oh, online. I mean, I mean, what? I mean, the cinema was what? shut. I mean, I mean, what? what? Um, no, so this is uh, one of the songs from uh, Moana, and we opened the show, if you're interested, with one of the other songs from Moana. So I thought we'd close. It's How Far I Go by Alicia Cara. Thanks so much, guys. Have a fantastic weekend. I love you. I love you more. I love you more. Bye. I love you more. <laughs> I love you more. I actually love I you more. I actually love you more. No, I love you more. I love you, I love you more. Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.